0: Welcome to Simple Theology, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life by examining various aspects of the Christian faith. I'm Robert Kane. I'm Rick Gromlik. Welcome hey. to the show. What up? Rick, what are we getting into today?
1: We're going to talk about Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 through 18. Nice. We're going to talk about chili
0: bins. Chili bins. How Robert Robert so has a hard time ending opening any episode up. We've probably ever had the captain for that but yes we get into philippians chapter 2 verses 12 through 18 into some of the implications what does it mean and some practical ways to live it out what it means to grumble do things without complaining hopefully it's edifying hope you guys enjoy How's it going? Well, it could have been better if there wasn't as much technical difficulties.
1: Um, we gotta get the, uh, the audio engineer team back in the studio to get this all figured out. Figuring yeah. out the, the
0: wrinkles here. Yeah, we do. Side note, are you recording on your end? Yep. Okay, sweet. I was gonna say, because on my end, it sounds a little staticky with the zoom. Okay. So, um, yeah. probably gonna have to use your audio. Listeners, welcome to a little sneak peek behind the curtain.
1: Got that figured out, yeah.
0: So, <clears throat> take two. What up, what up? Take two. <laughs> how's, how's it going, Rob? Hey, I am doing all right. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna leave all that previous stuff in so listeners, will, yeah, I figured they'll, that. They'll like that okay. Uh, How many times you get rid- okay? Take three. Uh, what up, what up? <laughs> How you doing, Rob? <laughs> so good, so good. And just some people you know, just don't gonna, understand. show business.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, simple so.
0: theology episode 187 <laughs> take 35 exactly uh rick how are you doing man? how are you doing uh, i'm
1: doing well doing well it's wednesday uh it's a good day that's right and uh yeah the boys actually are a little sick oh so they have fevers uh, which is no bueno uh,
0: Shots. Um, hopefully they didn't get that from so finley but i am uh, going to say that they probably know, did man. Yeah, don't. We're around a lot of people. A yeah. lot. Well, so it lasted for about 24 hours, so. We'll find out. Strap yourself in. The clock is ticking. Have they, did, um, they, did they vomit? No. Okay. But here's the thing. We, we
1: were, do. I was talking to someone recently, and they had a similar situation with their daughter. Um, had a fever, vomited all over their car. Yeah. Like everywhere. Yep. She'd like stop, pull into like some rando's driveway. Pull her daughter out, vomited all over someone's yard driveway. Um, and she felt fine after that. So
0: uh, Yeah. Uh, anyway. fr- a friend of mine, same thing, his daughter like threw up all over the car. So I don't know, uh, maybe something's going around. I mean I'm guessing, but I, don't I feel know.
1: like my concern well, I don't know. It's just not me too graphic, but for some listeners, so share it. Take heed. Just like Will sits behind me when I'm driving the van, and I'm like, if he like projectile vomits, that's all on me. Like it's gonna be up, my back, my neck.
0: Yep. Can't lose your composure not while driving. Yeah,
1: stay focused. Seriously, stay cool. They call me Iceman, so uh, (laughs) you know that's from (laughs) Rob. Um,
0: I don't. Is that from Maverick? Yeah, she. Or whatever it's called, Top Gun.
1: Okay, okay, (laughs) there it is. Yep. There it is. Oh man. There actually there's uh there's an old movie called Maverick. Um is there? with uh, Mel Gibson. Mel? And uh I can't think of the guy's name. I can see his face. Um, man, there's gonna be some listener who's just screaming his name out to me. Uh Mel Gibson and this other famous actor who's passed away. Um but there's also for just a little trivia fact there's an old Maverick where the guy who plays the dad in the movie Maverick is the younger guy in the old Maverick. So, oh, no way, you are well for welcome for that little television movie to bit history. Anyway, Rob, how are you doing? That's enough about me, enough about,
0: enough about my you. world. That's what I was thinking. Let's let's talk about you. <laughs> I'm doing well. This past Sunday, we had we had baptisms, man. We had our, our first exciting. two baptisms as a church, so that was that was very exciting. Um, great Sunday. Ben did a great job preaching, had, had a couple of people tell me that afterward. And, um, I, I great. felt like he did a great job as well. And he and I got to chat about it <clears throat> yesterday. And, I
1: didn't feel that way. <laughs> you
0: know, and yeah, it, so great sermon, great overall worship service, and even greater to be able to see baptisms throughout that process. So that was, that was great. Yeah. So praise God for all that. Yeah. And group last night was great. Been encouraged the way that those have kind of built themselves out, and things are moving forward. So yeah, yeah. praise God, praise God. But all right, cool. Man. Now back to my question, okay. Rob. How are you doing? I, I said I'm doing well. Been encouraged. I gave all the things that are yeah, encouraging. You
1: talk about church, so Rob. How, we want to. We want to. How's Rob
0: doing? I am doing well. Not the face. I'm of encouraged. Citizens church. I not the
1: face of the the medium <laughs> mogul, simple theology. Yeah, exactly.
0: The simple, humble man. Bob King. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking, Rick. Thanks for prying. Mm. Um, I, I, uh, <laughs> I. This is more information. This isn't what you asked, but I'm doing well despite mm. the fact that I've been gaining weight. <laughs> I was sharing with somebody oh. the other day, like, man, I've just been gaining weight ever since Lennon was born. Been going out to eat a bunch. For She's been gaining weight too. Two, yeah. So. We're gaining weight at about the same pace, which is freakishly <laughs> fast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not
0: true. I mean, no. so yeah i mean I, i'm i'm doing fine i been encouraged yeah. with all the things that i just said recently work's going okay um things the church going well things with Danielle and I are great we just celebrated our seven-year anniversary on monday seven years
1: the number what of completion up?
0: hopefully done now hopefully our master's right. complete, is completed
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, way uh, to
1: go way to be a full pool yeah Proud that's of it. You.
0: that's it so Yes, I'm doing well. Thanks, man. What good. what are we talking about yeah. today? I'm sure listeners would like we're be, continue we're, to appreciate are, hearing us asking each other how we're doing back and forth like ping pong, but we should probably talk about what we actually me how came here. I'm doing? What we entered into the studio to talk about. And I already did ask yeah. what you're doing. Or
1: how ah, you're doing. Okay,
0: good. I yeah, we're gonna get into Philippians.
1: You were about so, to answer how, how you're doing. <laughs> no, I get the like, well. Some, some feedback. <laughs> So it's like this loop thing. It's kind of confusing me. But I will focus and figure it out. Philippians chapter yes. 2. We're still marching through Philippians. We've been in a study um, of Philippians for, I don't know, three, uh, probably more than three weeks. Five or six weeks maybe now? I don't um, know. We're still waiting on some, some good. We're, we're really enjoying Philippians, but we would also enjoy some listener questions. Um, so if you have questions, uh, things you want us to talk about, we would be glad to um, not skip a week, but just drop in, answer some questions yeah. um, for our listeners as well. But the Philippians today, Philippians chapter 2, beginning in verse 12. This is our seventh our episode through, on Philippians. Well, the number of completion. Look at that. Uh, 12 through 18. So Philippians chapter 2. You verses got it. You 12 me to it? through 18. I got to find it. Okay. And it says, "Therefore, my dear friends, just as you have always obeyed, so now not only in my presence, but even more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is working in you, both to will and to work according to his good purpose. Do everything without grumbling and arguing, so that you may be blameless and pure, children of God who are faultless and crooked and perverted generation among whom you shine like stars in the world by holding firm to the word of life then i can boast in the day of christ that i didn't run or labor for nothing but even if i am poured out as a drink offering on the sacrificial service of your faith i am i am glad and rejoice with all of you in the same way you should also be glad and rejoice with me
0: Hmm. This is the word of the Lord. Of the Lord. Um so Yeah, go ahead. Yep. Go ahead, Rob. No, how you doing, Rob? I'm I'm what did you say? Good. That's how I'm doing. Thanks. I'm doing uh, a lot. <laughs> Appreciate that. So
1: we last week we covered um uh, the the verses five through eleven. Yep. Um this idea of adopting the same attitude of Christ and then how Paul is kind of working through this idea of humility in the first part of chapter 2. And then he says, listen, look how Christ has been humble, how he has humbled himself. We should follow after him. And then he gets in this next section. Still keeping that I, the idea of humility kind of in mind, um, he encourages the church to obey. Not as if Paul was like their person, but to, uh, with a genuine hearts obey. <clears throat> Excuse me
0: well you okay there my throat there need oh. some reflux some indigestion Ooh. get some pepto uh, whew. i need some pepto, <laughs> hey, pepto uh, anyway small.
1: so now i feel like an old man i'm like man, I, gotta, I need you some pepto rightfully so is that a, is that an old man thing oh it absolutely is know. is
0: it yeah. do you use it i i should because i've acid reflux but i can't stand the taste yeah they don't have like a A different taste one? I don't know. I haven't tried it since, like, probably middle school or high school. It was so bad that I couldn't go back to it. You are scarred. (laughs) I was. It was really bad.
1: Anyway, back to Philippians. Um, Yeah, so we see here where Paul is, again, encouraging the church. He's touching on an issue. There's There's an issue that one of the reasons he's writing this letter. There is some arguing and some division in the church in Philippi, and he's writing to them. To be obedient to the Lord, to be humble, to work out. So, this idea of work out your salvation um, kind of has a, a corporate um, idea behind it. So, it's not just saying to the Christian, work out your salvation. He's saying to the church, really, um, work out what it means to be like Christ as a church and do that humbly. And this idea of do everything without grumbling and arguing. Um, you're doing all these things so that this high standard you may meet, you be be blameless and pure um, as Christians who are walking around this crooked generation. Where there's, there's just it's uh, dark, and yet as Christians we stand in contrast of that, shining like stars in the world. Yeah, um, which is not a reference to any kind of modern pop song. <laughs> Shine bright like a diamond. <laughs>
0: exactly. Okay. Um, is that the one you're thinking of?
1: Yes. Uh no, I was thinking that um yeah, I literally was thinking of another one. Um
0: shooting stars. Maybe. I could really use a wish right now. Is <laughs> no, that it? That wasn't either.
1: Ah. No, Rob, keep going. Keep <laughs> yeah, going. That's okay. That's okay. Well, okay. Um, but then verse sixteen, he kinda reminds us, hey, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, shine like stars by holding firm to the word of life and this idea here hold firm isn't simply like um cling to but it's like this idea of like holding it out like the way you kind of hold out a lantern or mm. a, a a torch to see like you're holding fast to it but you're holding it in a, in a way that like is is illuminating um your path
0: yeah uh, yeah that's good well, that's good i mean just early good. on there in verse 12 where he says um therefore I've loved or as my dear friends, as you have always obeyed. So now not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your salvation with mm-hmm. fear and trembling. Um, yeah. just, just shows that the Philippians were, were one of those groups of people that were an encouragement to, to Paul. Yeah. I mean, even in his yeah. imprisonment, he's writing to them and he's like, look, you guys have always obeyed when I was there. Like, but even now when I'm mm-hmm. gone, like continue to obey. Um, it's just it just goes to show like there are some people in your life that can just be genuinely um just through their obedience to the lord can be an encouragement to you yeah. no matter what you're going through yeah. um and in in the same way you can be an encouragement to others through your obedience um to the lord but he he says for yeah. his for his god who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure um and so it it just again to put on the reformed hat here like it is god who is working in us i see you putting on that hat there well done right. um it's, it's god who works in us it's god who i mean it, there's, there's this passage right here this verse 12 the second half of it and verse 13 holds that tension well so mm-hmm. whether you find yourself in the reformed camp or not there's a call to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling you don't get to be passive you're to pursue the script, to, to pursue God through the scriptures, to work out, to grow in your understanding, to, to work this stuff out humbly with fear and trembling, but then all, all, the, all the while acknowledging that it is God who works in you, both to will and to work, and the whole purpose behind it is for his good pleasure, solely Deo Gloria, to the glory of God alone. And so we are called to act, here verse 12. But Mm -hmm. we recognize that any of the things that we do that are in accordance to God's good pleasure is because God is working in us. And so give that glory to God, and we acknowledge his providence in all of it. Yes. Okay, so so verse 14, because I kind of want to go through this. um, Yeah, let's go through
1: this.
0: Verse by verse, baby. V by, or VBV. Mm -hmm. And... (laughs) That's cool. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Man, you're, um, you're cool. <laughs> I like to think so. Uh, do all things without grumbling or disputing. Okay. Jimmy, you said yes. you said Jimbo Slice. Um, Jimbo Slice? Elder at Proclamation Church. He preached on this. That's right. What that's were some right, things that, that he threw in here? Um, did he have some good, like, actually I'm trying to think, do all things without grumbling and disputing, or disputing. Did he have, like, some, I'm trying to think of some ways in which he could have been like, you know what? Here's some ways you guys can stop grumbling. Here's some ways you guys can stop disputing. Like, did he have anything like it that? that was kind of a zinger, or is it just, hey, here's the principle?
1: Um Yeah, so one, I think I mentioned this before, but I was actually in the nursery most of that Sunday. Oh, uh, that's right. So I don't know, to be honest. Okay. Um, but I got some feedback, people enjoyed it. Yeah, I think um I could speculate, uh, but that's just speculation. I don't mm. I think if he would have said like he would have been, um, what, what, how do I always say this? Just more direct and more kind of, I don't want to say abrasive, but yeah. just more, um, I don't know what to say there, but yeah, it would have been like, hey, stop complaining about Donald Trump, stop complaining about Joe Biden, stop okay. complaining about masks, stop complaining, you know? Yeah, and we've like, probably, and I'll say this, like, people could disagree with, with me who go to our church, but we've probably said those things enough already. Yeah. Um but but I think what the passage is saying is, is quite clear like all all means all. Like stop. Yeah. There's and this is specific to the context that Paul's writing to. It's also for us. But like he's writing to the to this division and he's just saying, listen, stop arguing. Stop grumbling. Yeah. Like and you know, just kinda quit. There, there's no need for that. Doesn't do anything good for your soul. It's not elevating the church by any means. Um, I think some people want to want to caveat this, or they want to. they just want to say, "Well, I'm not complaining. I'm just discussing a topic." It's like, well, then that should be done with clear charity in mind, like love, desire for good things to come. Whether you're talking politics, you're talking family division, you're you're discussing things with the desire. Um, and then first of all, you're giving the other person you're discussing with the benefit of the doubt. You are showing them great love and respect. And, um, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to grow something, yep. whether it's in your understanding of each other, you're, you're trying to reach an amicable outcome. But a lot of people just say, I'm not complaining. I'm not grumbling. I'm just stating facts. It's like, well, yeah, you can do that in a way that's complaining or grumbling. Um, it's, and it's really convicting. I mean, now, we do this all the time. We grumble. We are grumblers. Mm-hmm. That's part of like the flesh. Like We want to complain. It feels good to complain. Um, it feels really good to complain sometimes. it's hard to admit though. Like sometimes I just want to complain. Yeah. I just want to like lay everything out for someone. And I want something like, oh man, that's awful. You're amazing for like sticking through it or whatever. Like, yeah. You see what I had to put up with,
0: right? So, yeah. Um, so, I, as, as we continue here, the there's what verse fifteen. 15. Yeah, this mm-hmm. says that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation. Now, um, if you look at cross references, big big proponent of looking at the cross references on your Bible, um, you'll mm-hmm. see that passage, crooked and twisted generation. Um, Is cross-reference with deuteronomy 32 5 which in talking about israel says they have dealt corruptly with him they are no longer his children because they are blemished they are a crooked and twisted generation and so paul in verse 15 says that do all things without grumbling or verse 14 do all things without grumbling or disputing that you may be blameless and innocent children of god without blemish that 32 5 says that they had blemish Mm -hmm. talking about israel in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation so you can be without blemish while a crooked and twisted generations all around you whereas in verse or deuteronomy 32 5 we see that they are no longer his children because they are blemished they are a crooked and twisted generation so we see paul like hearkening back to the um the people of god in the old testament and he's trying to encourage this new israel this new testament people of God, new covenant people of God to do all things Mm -hmm. without grumbling or disputing, unlike the people of Israel who were identified as the people of God and were then cast out and said that you're no longer children because you have blemish because of all the grumbling and the um, crookedness, so to speak, of your Mm -hmm. generation. Mm -hmm. And so Paul's encouraging them to don't be like the Israelites of the Old Testament. Be a new covenant people, be the new covenant children of God, and do all things without grumbling or disputing so that it's clearly identifiable that you are, in fact, children of God without blemish.
1: What about, so what do you do with situations where, this is a little practical thing here, where either A, like, you don't want to grumble complain, but there's a legitimate issue going on. That needs addressed, whether yeah. that's uh in your marriage or something going on in the church, but something within that, that Christian kind of covenant community, if that makes sense. Um, where you wanna like there's an issue, there's a problem here. I don't want to grumble, I don't want to complain. Yep. Um how do how does someone kind of figure out like, okay, this is I'm not like I've checked my heart, I've checked my spirit, I'm not here to, you know, complain or grumble. I just I want to bring this to light. Um uh, yeah. How do we think through that?
0: yeah i think i think there's also just a time and a place so the, is is your disposition consistently one who crumbles or complains is your disposition consistently one who nitpicks and and finds the things to to grumble or complain about mm-hmm. um or is it um like man i genuinely want to want to upbuild and this grumbling or this thing that's this, a genuine thing is it backed up with plenty of other instances of seeking and building up unity. So I think, I think like seeing a resume, so to speak, or having a resume, so to speak of encouragement, lends you more credibility when you do need to bring something up. But if you're just always known as the guy who, or the girl who has something to say, then then one, it drowns out your voice. Like people just recognize like, okay, whenever they speak, it's something critical. and then, two, it's just it could end up being this grumbling and complaining, where yeah. you may be able to say like, yeah, this is a valid and, and totally um, mm-hmm. credible thing that I'm bringing to the table. And there are things, even if you do have a history of crumbling, um, there are things that you still need to bring immediately if if it is yeah. something yeah. to that degree. You mm-hmm. also just have to use wisdom and find out what is to that degree is the method mm-hmm. in which kids ministry is ran to that degree or is it a gospel issue from something from the pulpit or something elsewhere so there's various levels of or various levels of degree as to what you should or should not bring and how quickly um but if your first response is always to critique and if that's what mm-hmm. your consistent response is then you may be one of the people that paul is referring to here
1: there you
0: go what would you say yeah, to that
1: i would agree yeah i think that's uh, just echo all that, you okay. know, I think you had to um, hopefully bring other people in someone that you trust and just say, hey, am I right in this? Am I wrong in this? And hopefully they can give wisdom. Yeah. And um, the thing about like being a grumbler or a complainer is it hardens your heart. Hmm. Right. So you don't you don't even realize sometimes like you might know like, eh, yeah, I kind of complain a little bit. But you might not realize that I am. Mean, I've really developed this bad um, kind of heart habit of grumbling and complaining so i got a challenge for you rob
0: oh challenge me
1: challenge this is for both of us and and our listeners we've never done this before rob has no idea what i'm gonna say I have no idea
0: (laughs) this is one of the beauties of Uh, very little if any show prep yeah
1: wow this is a beauty of uh doing radio with me so i was gonna say something else but anyway how about this? We both find three people who we trust, to be honest with us, this week, and just ask them, Hey, am I do I am I complaining too much? Or am I grumbling too much? Or arguing too much? Right? The verse says grumbling and arguing, but am I complaining? Because we have blind spots, every one of us. Yeah, every single sure. person on the face of the earth, you have a blind spot. And I'm here to tell you that, as you probably know, but you don't realize, figure that out, you don't know what your blind spot is. That's the problem with blind spots. You literally, you might think I'm really self-aware. I know. That's great if you have great self-awareness. But you still have blind spots. You need people to help speak into that. So that's the challenge I'm issuing today. Boom. Rob, you in on that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, just basically, I think you're gonna say no. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kind of have to. So, yeah, exactly. Do you know who the three the three people are gonna be? Um, I've got an idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't say their names. Yeah, I won't. So okay
1: sweet that way case someone's listening and they think you're gonna ask them
0: yeah right and then you, you don't list them and then they're gonna be offended and uh, you know it's a whole thing yeah so. anyways <laughs> let's continue to move forward here verse 16 <laughs> I'm serious about the challenge though I'm, I listeners. know you are I know you are I'm just trying to keep us on track we're already 25 minutes in homie verse I 16 I we are on like a time budget yeah well, we, try, we, try to, we try to keep things precise even though we rarely do right. anyways well, hey guys thanks for listening <laughs> to Simple Theology you can find out more <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Verse 16. Verse fast 16. To the word of life so that in the day of Christ, I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. Comments. Is
1: that the, is that the ESV?
0: It is. Yeah. What does your yeah. say? What does the CSB say?
1: Mm. It says by holding firm to the word of life, then I can't boast. Then I can boast in the day of Christ. Sorry, I'm holding this it's across my desk here. There we go. Okay. Mm. Um. Yeah. Verse 16's mid sentence. Uh, by holding, but you complete all those things. Don't grumble. All that stuff. Faultless, shining stars. By holding firm to the word of life, then I can boast in the day of Christ that I didn't run or labor for nothing. So when he, when Paul's like saying that. Yeah. The end of verse sixteen. Then I can boast in the day of Christ. Like, we know he doesn't mean, like, he's going to be strutting around, like, check it out, look look at me, mm-hmm. but rather, like, I can take joy or, or um, a righteous, right kind of pride in the fact that, you know, these believers are holding fast. Yep. But if you're not careful, like, you can read that and say, as a leader or a pastor or a parent, man, Paul's, like, hinging his whole, like, race of life. On these people, uh, man, I, I sure hope my kids don't disappoint me or shame me. I sure hope like the ministry I'm a part of doesn't, you know, does great things. That way, I can say, well, I didn't run for nothing. Like my kids are still following in the faith, or or you right. know, the church is still there. And and there is some truth to that. Like hopefully we're faithful, we're consistent, we have poured ourselves in uh, to the to our family, to ministries. And so there is a faithfulness there because, by God's grace, we've been able to lead and serve and teach. But yoking those things up too tightly can also cause some some frustration on the other end of it. Now, I didn't preach this passage. I don't know what Jimmy did with this passage. I don't know what your thoughts are on but I was, I, don't just reading. I was thinking about hmm, I wonder, wonder about that. Yeah. What'd you, what'd
0: you say? I said I said you're about to contradict Jimmy. Probably so. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm just gonna mm. say we need to try to be in person because I feel like our conversation is so lagged right now. Zoom. Yeah. You would think Zoom would be better. Maybe it's just my internet connection, Maybe it's yours. But I feel like I feel like we are like mm. half a second or a second off, which makes it weird for interactions. And maybe the listeners can. I tell. would agree. Maybe <laughs> so. <laughs> Thanks for that intentional. You to add to <laughs> it. I just like add it. to it. <laughs> Gracious, <laughs> listeners. I apologize no. for Rick. I'll <laughs> apologize on behalf of him. <laughs> I'm more sensitive to that yeah. stuff. Rick's just like I don't give a rip.
1: <laughs> no, I mean yes, but no. Like I, I do. But in the middle of it, like, what am I going to do right now? I can't, it. Do, we we can't do it. There's nothing we can't right, right now. It. So
0: we, just, we can talk so let's about have it. Have fun with it. Laugh it off. Make yes. It less awkward
1: so did you hear what i said about verse 16 though but i the second part when paul said then i could boast in the day of christ yeah that part yeah yeah you have any thoughts on that i mean i literally never thought about it until i read it i was like huh yeah i could see where you could like you could go the other direction and that and take that in an unhealthy way yeah as a
0: leader the esv study bible says that the philippians obedience to the word of life is not merely a matter of private concern As an apostle and fellow sharer in the gospel, Paul's own labor would be in vain if they failed to hold fast until the day of Christ, and they offer some verses there, um, and thus prove not to be genuine believers. And then it goes on to say, and this is what I wanted to get at with this, holding fast means both believing God's word and following it. So, yeah, I mean, there there is an aspect of, of which where Paul's like, hey, like, please, please don't let my labor be shown to be in vain. I genuinely want you to know and savor Christ. I want you to hold mm-hmm. fast to his word. I want you to believe his word and follow it um, for your own sake, first and foremost. But then also, I mean, Paul's human. <laughs> like when we work right. at, at things, we want to we want to see the fruit of our labor. And Paul yeah. is writing to them and saying, please live in such a way and um, hold fast to the word so that i can see the fruit of my labor i would take joy in seeing the fruit of my labor that's one of the reasons um, one of my consistent prayers just in this whole church planting process has been that we Mm. would see gospel fruit because we are laboring and we do want to see fruit and um, initially because of my um, reformed um, like i I was like you know what like lord will do what he's going to do like I, i just need to be faithful that kind of thing and yeah that's true but but man I've just been convicted recently in, in various areas that we have not because we ask not. And mm-hmm. I've just been asking the Lord, like, Lord, send us visitors. Like, send us people yeah. who don't know what the gospel is. Send us people who um, are seeking to be in a healthy situation. Lord, send us, um, c- allow us to see baptisms. Allow us to see conversions. And mm-hmm. the Lord is consistently answering that prayer, which, like, praise God. Yeah. I mean, praise God. And yeah. it... Amen. Amen he uses prayer and sometimes we have not because we ask not and and paul is is asking like guys please live in a way so that i can rejoice that there is fruit from my labor
1: yes yeah well i think it's it's also one of those things where um we're called to faithfulness right and so we strive for fruit but we know that, as you say, like that's in the Lord's hands. We ask for yeah. it. We prepare for the soil. All those things. Um, but even if, I mean, yeah. like you just don't know what the Lord's going to do. Yeah. Case don't. point, where like is there a mega church in Philippi today? Hmm. Like, yeah. Not that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. Right. So at some point, something probably shifted with this church. Yep. Um. Uh, there's still, I would imagine, believers in that city. But we know like the Lord has continued to use the church to multiply other areas. And so if, if Paul just saw just that church for yep. the course of its time, yep. he might think, well, eventually it folded or something, so I, I must have failed. But we, we also have to be careful to just trust the Lord, be faithful, work hard, expect the Lord to work yeah. and to move and be um, satisfied in him. So, yeah
0: that's good yeah okay good
1: stuff good stuff there rob
0: moving verse forward. 17 yeah verse 17 and 18 as we close this out mm. even if i am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith i am glad and rejoice with you all likewise you also should be glad and rejoice with me Comment, yes. rick
1: i think that's where he begins to kind of loop back what he said in um Verses, where does it say here? Verse 12, the second part of verse 12. Not only my presence, but even more my my absence. Mm -hmm. He's saying, like, listen, whether I'm here or not. And then he's getting into verse um, 17, this idea that he might, like, he's saying, I want to come and see you. I want to be there. But he is saying, like, listen, I might not come. Yeah. Right. I might just very well be crucified. Or I might Mm -hmm. die here in prison. I don't know what's going on. Um, And for him... For the church to understand what Paul has given for them, what he sacrificed for them. Right? So he this isn't a guilt trip by any means. He's not saying, Man, I've done so much for you, don't screw this up. You know, it's not like the dad who like goes to the kid who's getting poor grades in college and says, Listen, I'm putting a second mortgage on the house and I'm working right. 80 hours. Like, what get it together. That's not what he's saying. But he is saying, like, Brother, sister, I love you so much, and, and my desire, my heart for you is is to is to know the Lord and to flourish. Um, and so, whether I, I pour it out, I give my life, or whatever way I go, like it's my desire uh, that you should be joyful and rejoice the Lord. Yeah. In this idea of that being a motivation, not out of guilt or shame, but rather a motivation out of love. Man, he has he has modeled love for us. He has shown us so much love. Uh, that is is really motivating and encouraging.
0: Yeah, yeah, amen. Um, thinking of um, again cross references here, First John three sixteen. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. And then we see in Second Corinthians twelve mm-hmm. fifteen. I will, uh, Paul saying, I will most gladly spend and be spent for your souls. Mm-hmm. If I love you more, am I to be loved less? And so you see. 1 John 3.16 saying, we ought to lay down our lives for one another. And we see Paul here saying, I'm being poured out as a drink offering um, upon the sacrificial offering of your faith. And we see Mm -hmm. 2 Corinthians where he's saying, um, again, like I will be spent, I will spend and be spent for your sake. And this Mm -hmm. imagery that he's using of being poured out as a drink offering, again, harkens back to Old Testament sacrifices where there were drink offerings and And um, there's sacrificial offerings made and they would pour the blood out and is essentially being this illustration of blood being um atone, atoning for sin. And Paul mm-hmm. is saying, like, hey, look, I'm I am being poured out. I'm that offering. I'm being poured Thanks. out for your sake. Again, like I am glad in this and I rejoice yeah. with all of you. Yeah. And if I am rejoicing, then you should rejoice with me. And we see Paul just laying yeah. himself down for the sake of for the sake of others, which again is is a mentality that we should take. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing it back to the mm-hmm. beginning there, where it talks about work out your salvation with fear and trembling, and then again um, in verse fourteen, do all things without grumbling and disputing. Like there are going there's going to be tension in our faith as we mm-hmm. work out our faith, and sometimes there's going to be tension with other believers. Yeah. and paul is saying like do all these things do this work out your salvation do all of this without grumbling or disputing pursue unity yeah. we saw the earlier passages where he's talking about um consider others as higher than yourself and then he grounds it in what christ did for us um if you want to hear us chat about that you can go to a few earlier episodes but paul is saying pursue unity consider others greater than yourselves continue to work out your salvation and do all this without grumbling or disputing with one another. I am laying myself down for you. You should lay yourself down for, for others. And as I am glad to lay myself down, you should also be glad for the things yeah. that I'm doing for you and the things that you're willing to do for others. And so we see mm-hmm. this, this huge, like, and this whole passage, at least in the ESV, yeah. um, it has the heading of lights in the world. And it's by doing these things that we look different, that we look different from yeah. the world. The, yeah. the world is very individualistic especially in the west what's best for me mm-hmm. how can i further my career how can i do what's best okay. um for fill in the blank whatever thing you find to be most important and paul's encouraging them to consider others greater than themselves do what's best for the body of christ
1: yeah yeah amen to that and and it's two things i will just add to the very end it's like the world often because they're they're blind to these things and they're dull it, it they know there's something different but they don't see it as like stars shining in the night they don't walk out and be like oh these Christians are so beautiful like look at them you know let's marvel uh-huh. uh, they notice the difference but they don't they don't see the beauty of it yeah and then the last part of that last you know the end of 17 and 18 like Paul's preparing the church in, in Philippi like I like I love you brothers and sisters I might not make it out of this jail alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's rejoice in that, yeah, in God's goodness. So,
0: amen and amen. Amen and amen. All right, everybody, if you want to hear more episodes, you can head over to simpletheology.org. You can leave us a voice message on the website, in bottom right-hand corner, is a little voice button. You just click that, leave us a voicemail. Um, you can also submit topics on the website. Just head on over there. You can find our social media on there as well. That's what I'm going to say. Just go there. Go to simpletheology.org. Rick, that's what, always, that's what Rick always promotes. Just go to the website. Um, he usually yes. says Google it, but just go to Simpliology.org. You'll find all the information you need. Hey. Yes.
1: I heard something really cool the other day. What's that? And I haven't verified this, but someone said in Australia, and Robert, I've been to Australia one time, but I don't remember, remember this. They don't call coolers, coolers, like a cooler that you put your drinks in for the beach or whatever. What do they call them? They call them, what do you think they call them? Yetis. Okay. Go ahead. You have an idea.
0: Well, I, I just said Yeti. Yeti.
1: It- Yeti. No, they according to one person told me, chillers. they call them chili beans. Chili chili beans. Chili bins. Chili, chili bins. bins? I was close. I said chili. i was like, that's amazing.
0: Dude, that is I, that, that is, awesome. is great. Australia. What man. sparked they that rock. What sparked that thought?
1: I have no idea. As I'm I'm closing out the episode, you
0: decided to share about Chili Bins. (laughs) Chili Bins! Oh, our listeners are amazing for even listening. Oh, I know
1: why. I know why. Why? This is why. Because you said Rick usually says Google it in an Australian saying that Pete Ross says have a Google. Uh, I'm just going to have a Google. I
0: got you. And so I say that sometimes. I just have a Google there you go and
1: uh there you go there's a connection there you go
0: all right y'all appreciate your patience appreciate your kindness and for even listening to this point if you made it this far (laughs) peace out that's right peace